What up, Kuzzo? Talk to me. What's going on? ¿Qué pasa, muchachos? Welcome back. Welcome back, fellas. Episode 9. Episode wow, 9. Time Already flies. episode 9. Already, man. Episode 9. Wow. Yeah, almost well, there, like, man. Like G said, time flies when you're having fun, right? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Heck yeah, man. All right, man. Well, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get into it. We got another long one. We'll see if we can knock it out in under an hour. And you see, no, then, then, then we just keep going. Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. You got to listen longer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, we're going to go ahead and get started with, uh, unfortunately, moment of silence uh, again for the what the second or third week in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, this time we're going to include some other folks, but in the uh, in the hip hop community, uh, Black Rob and Shock G uh, both passed away too early. Um, that that was um, no pun intended. I was going to say that was a shock, especially with with Digital Underground's uh, main guy. Yeah. Uh, kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, introduce us to Tupac. I'm sure Tupac would have would have made his way into the music scene regardless, but the way that he started his career through uh, mm-hmm. Digital Underground was was pretty epic, I think. Yeah. Kind of kind of painted a picture. So let's go ahead and do a moment of silence for uh, Shock G, Black Rob, uh, Terrence Clark, and Makaya Bryant uh, that they were recently uh, shot and killed by police, I believe, as well, right? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, uh, Makaya Bryant was, and uh, Terrence Clark was a uh, 19-year-old NBA prospect who just uh, died in a car accident. So, uh, prayers to her family. Okay, all right. Let's give him a, a five-second moment of silence. All right, prayers going out to all of their families. Yes, prayers. Prayers. All right, so let's get started with the first one, man. It was the hottest topic on the news all this week. The uh, Derek Chauvin verdict finally came through. Yes. Looks like we we are making progress. I say we as in we the people, right, are making progress where they're actually holding uh, the the cop accountable. Uh, Now we're going to wait for sentencing. But the verdict came in, guilty in all charges. Thoughts of moving forward, fellas. Uh, let me jump in real quick so I can just get it out the way, man. Uh, I know it represents a step towards accountability. You know, what the whole outcome of the trial may not deliver a sense of relief. They're not going to bring back the life that was uh, tragically taken. Full justice will only be achieved by systematic change. So I think now more than ever, needs to reaffirm that commitment to uh, address systematic racism. We realize there's so much more work to do, but I think you know, it's a step in, in, in the right way. Uh, also, thanks to the young lady who took the time to record the video, because uh, if, if the video never existed, I'm thinking that guy would have gotten away. You know, I, I think he would have found innocent because there was like no evidence there. So uh, thanks for her for, for, for uh, taking the time and doing that. And my last point, uh, this judge, he needs to pass the sentence to be... Uh, fully served you know like full sentence that he has to serve out the 75 i think is what it all totals all three charges uh 
Because if not, man, just because this guy has no criminal background or whatever, he could be back out in the street in maybe a decade or so, man. And, and the people, and I definitely do not want that to happen. So, judge, strike down, man, strike down. That's all I have. Yeah, and to piggyback off of Compariatio, uh, yeah, they need to go full max. You know, we need to hold accountability and, and, and demonstrate that, yes, you know, okay, it happened, it's tragic, and, and it sucks, but he needs to be held accountable for his actions and understand that that cannot be done and those type of things can't be done. Absolutely, man. I, I agree with, with both of you guys. I'm not going to... Uh, speak on the same I, I have the same exact feelings um, it's a step in the right direction um, like you like you both mentioned but there's a lot more work still to be done you know the sentencing is one of them the uh, finding guilty pleas and the other three that were that were there along uh, they could have stopped mm -hmm. the whole time and I've even read in the news uh, I saw it first at TMZ and then I read in the news recently where um, they're looking for a law uh, across the cops where cops have to hold the other cops accountable which is bad in a way because it's sad that they have to even try to create a law or force the cops to to do that right that that should be coming out of your your human person hold people accountable but they are trying to hit that that brotherhood that they kind of got where if they do something bad they look they turn a blind eye um and on tmz i don't know if you guys saw it this week there was uh three cops arresting a hispanic lady she was struggling and it looks like she was trying to leave or whatever but she was still on the ground she was handcuffed already and in the struggle to try to control her again one of the cops started punching her twice in the face and the other cops actually pushed him out the way jumped in and told him no to stop that's good yep that's good i didn't see that one but yeah so yeah check it out it's on tmz so for me who knows man are cops watching now are cops holding each other accountable and saying we could be hit you know found guilty um, that's why this is so important is making sure that we hold those accountable and those that are watching go, nah, that ain't going to be me. I'm not going to sit there and not do nothing anymore. Yeah. And, and more education, you know, for de try to deescalate, you know, shoot first should not be the first option. There could be other options to deescalate or at least have that training, you know, maybe from the police academy or as soon as you get out the police academy, just something to, hey, this could be handled a different way. There are other options. Absolutely, absolutely. Which brings me to, to the next point, which is um, the same day that the verdict uh, came out, uh, maybe about an hour before in Columbus here in Columbus, Ohio, uh, Micaiah Bryant, who's 16 years old, was shot four times by an officer. Uh, what happened was there was a phone call, according to what so far what they've released, there was a phone call that um, apparently looks like it was Micaiah or from the Micaiah household that somebody was out there trying to uh, trying to stab them with a knife. When the cops got there, all they see is a girl trying to stab somebody with a knife, which is the phone call that they got. As soon as they saw it, the girl, it does look like she was trying to stab her or scratch her or whatever it was. The cop immediately pulled out his gun, four shots to the chest girl is dead um lots of controversy on that one i've already seen so many ignorant comments on facebook about it um I, i'm still undecided as to how i want to approach that particular topic but my first gut reaction is that and i don't know because i wasn't in the position but my first gut reaction is something else should have been done maybe instead of the gun pulling out the, the taser um I, i'm not sure what do you guys think because a lot of people are saying well 
he saved her from 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 killing another from killing a girl yeah but then he killed a girl himself so was that necessary you guys thoughts i don't think it was necessary for him to shoot her and to be on the scene for 20 seconds and for him to make that decision in 20 seconds to go ahead and shoot her i mean to me that 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 seemed like a situation like you said man uh another form like a taser another form of a takedown you know yeah. So yeah, I think it was just handled wrong. Wait, wait for backup. I know there was a, the situation. The person might have got stabbed. I don't know. And I have to wait for the investigation and, and get all the evidence to be able to make a clear, you know, conclusion. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been stabbed. Uh, the girl would have got hurt. I don't know if she would have killed her immediately or not. But it, it just seems really fast to pull out a gun versus versus a taser um i don't know if that would have avoided anything or not but to me i just think those comments that i've seen online are you know well he saved some girl's life mm, well not really he saved some girl's life but he took another one so who are we to determine which lives to take and which ones not to well, so again we'll we'll wait and see what what else is in there go ahead g yeah no the only thing i was going to say from some of the reports that they say that when he pulled in to when he pulled the trigger it was 22 seconds is that enough time really? to make an assessment or you know could something else be done i know she looked like she was going to stab but i think she was the one that called 911 right right but he didn't know that either right yeah uh they the the call from what they released is they they get there that there's somebody trying to stab him with a knife so when they get there they don't know that he's the one that called um, as far as the 20 seconds, I, I, I don't know. I think it, you could be there for 20 seconds. You could be there for two minutes. But if you see somebody lunging at somebody with a knife, even if they've been there for a while, um, I honestly believe his reaction would have been the same. Um, I, and I think that's where the lack of training comes from or if that's the way that they're trained. I, I just think that his reaction would have still been the same uh, to shoot first versus maybe pulling out a taser. Good point. Yeah, good so, point. All right. Well, hopefully uh, this craziness will stop, and we'll, 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 I'm sure we'll be talking about that one again here in the future when we get a little bit more information. All right. Yes, so, Tuesday or Wednesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday was 420. Yeah, 420. <laughs> <laughs> And you guys know, man, we were on the phone and on uh, on, uh, on Facebook Messenger, messaging back and forth because we were watching the Meth Man versus Red Man versus Thoughts on the Past. I think it was amazing. Oh, yeah, man. Real hip hop still alive, man. Loved it. Loved it. Just like you what said, was, man, it, 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 it was a concert. What was your what was your guy's favorite part? Oh, to me, man, when, when EPMD came on, man. <laughs> That and I was how I worked man. the whole time, bro. Yeah. I was how I worked the whole time, dude. I was so crunk, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to get out of here, bro. <laughs> you didn't get to work on that night, huh? Dude, I, 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 took, I took shortcuts. <laughs> I, need, I need to get out of here, man. The EPMD... Um... Keith Murray. Yeah, that was too... Um... Leaders of the Underground and uh, some of the Wu Tang members when they came out, yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was just too hype, man. For me, um, you know, they talked about they do this show every year um, in Colorado, 
which is which is kind of funny. I wonder why Colorado, hmm, right on 420, hmm. they do this concert. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, but they uh, they do do it out there, um, and they, they this one that it was the energy for me. That energy was just insane, man. There was quince gato velando, literally like 15 people watching, right? And half of them were their boys, and they gave a show as if they were giving a show in front of a full house. That's yeah. professionalism. That's love for your business. I, I, that that was what got me the most. If I wasn't, I'm already one of their biggest fans as it is. That made me even a bigger fan just to see the show. That's what, that's, that's what I was going to say. If you weren't a fan, that, that definitely made you a fan then. Absolutely, the one, man. One of the best parts was the way they fed off of each other. Oh. It didn't oh, yeah. seem like a versus. It just felt like mess, red. On live, man. It was a concert. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a concert, just like you guys said, concert, man. I know I've already. Uh, I, don't the, uh, I don't have a winner. No, I don't have a winner. No, I don't have a winner either, man. It, 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 it I do have a winner. I got a winner. The winner was us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, true. Yeah, the people. Yeah. The people, man. Because not only was it them, like you guys said, leaders of the underground, EPMD, you know, Inspector Deck, um, pulling out some of the Wu Tang members. My personal Risa. favorite was oh, um, what's his name? DJ Cool came out and sang his song. Oh yeah, sixty-three years old. You know, let me clear my throat. But um, <clears throat> when um, yeah, the RZA. But when for me, when Keith Murray came out, that was it, man. Like I hadn't seen mm -hmm. Keith Murray in so long. Yeah. I forgot that he existed. Right, <laughs> uh, being honest, and um, but I also remembered how much of a fan I was of Keith Murray. And it took me to a certain spot. It took me to uh, my cousin and Gary's brother, Kenny's car, his Mazda 6 back in Erie, PA, um, <laughs> where we would go and, and hang out in the terrace. And one of the tapes that we had playing back and forth, back and forth, was the most beautiful thing in this world. You remember that, G? Oh, man. Yep. Oh, That's yeah, one of my favorite all-time songs. Yep. So for me, I relate music like you guys probably do to certain timings or Moments. whatever. And as soon as I heard that, yeah, as soon as I heard that, bro, I swear it transported me right to the terrace with Kenny's Mazda Six and me and G and just sitting there and just chilling. Uh, just with took the top a down. Time of life. <laughs> That's right, man. With a, with a good. Oh man, it was just it, it was just good, man. Uh, it, it was good. Like I said, all of us were the winners on that one. Yeah, good memories. Absolutely, man. So speaking of hip hop, KRS One comes out says that he can destroy any MC in a versus challenge. What do you guys what? think? Is he who should be going against somebody from his genre? You know, like a Big Daddy Kane, Nas, or somebody else? What do you guys think? I think he's. I'll go I think on he's this crazy. One. I think he's yeah. crazy, man. I think he's crazy to uh to challenge Big Daddy Kane or 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 even But it would be good at the same time, though. Yeah, it, it'll be good for the culture, but he, he for him to say that he could be any MC. Come on, man. You putting the whole, you, you're talking about Black Thought, Pharaoh Munch. You know what I mean? There, there's a lot of people, man. There's a lot of people in there. So, you know, but, maybe he's just like hyping it up for the culture. Well, yeah. Remember back in the day, you know, that's what you did in the 80s, man. You, you talked your smack and they had to come up correct. You know, he had his thing, you know boogie down you know the bridge is over and and he, he, he yeah he you know he brought that back and that that was the battle and so yeah i understand where he's coming from and and yeah i hope so i hope he tries i hope i want to see it so who do you guys think i think i think i think 
I think he should stay versus uh Big Daddy Kane or a Cool D Rap. Yeah. You don't think he should go against anybody else, or or stay within his genre? Stay with yeah. I mean, he, he, you can even do a LL. You know what I'm saying? Like his time. Okay. I'm talking oh, about like his oh, time frame. Man. He don't want none you of that. Right? That'd be a good one to watch. <laughs> That'd be a good one to watch, man. But he don't want to bring Mr. Smith out. If, if Mr. Smith comes out, man, or Uncle L, it's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my opinion, but I am a little biased, man. I mean, LL has always been my favorite, uh, the GOAT for me. So um, it'll be interesting. I like to see that, actually. Carries one versus LL. Definitely. Absolutely, man. <laughs> So yeah. moving, moving down the line, man. Lil Nas X is back at it again. This time, he's announcing a video game called Twerk Hero. I don't what? even know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I don't know I anything. on that game. Go ahead. Uh, Give so us the rundown. So the Twerk Hero is a uh, free to download. Uh, you can play it on your PC. Uh is based off the video Montero. So you basically uh, have him match like these arrows and make him, you know, like <laughs> match the dance moves on it, man. <laughs> so that's basically what this whole shit is, man. So yeah, more garbage. <laughs> yeah. I, I, my, my biggest take from this is why is he gotta be called Montero? Like, really? Like now when people look up Montero Nas X, they're gonna relate me to like twerking with the devil, you know? That's just that's just insane. Hey, hey, if you're listening, if you're listening, <laughs> come on the hablando de miel. bad bunny. El diablo me llama, pero Jesucristo me abraza. Yep, yep. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, don't, don't bring that. Don't you bring that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, I've also seen this meme this week. That it showed DMX, rest in peace, and uh, and Lil Nas X, and it said on the DMX side, it said, "We used to fight against the devil. Your generation twerks to the devil." I don't know, man. Sounds sounds like it fits. I hate to put generalize, right? Because I'm one that's always against generalizing people, man. But uh, I don't know. There's a whole lot of people that watch that video. <laughs> yep. All right, so. Tony gave us some uh, some good sports information on here, T. Um, did you want to read that part? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, crazy but true, but before 1923, NBA teams would choose a player to shoot the free throws when a foul was called. And, and, and it's kind of funny because I remember doing that as kids when we was, like, growing up. <laughs> you know, you would pick, like, yeah. the, the, the sorriest motherfucker. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all used to do that. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> you used to actually do it, and I didn't even know. But, you know, that, I that's bet Shaq wishes he would have somebody to choose for him. But you know what? I was gonna say that didn't they didn't they start doing that recently? Where there was uh kinda where it was Shaq Shaq what is it? Oh, the, the, that was the Shaq uh, the Shaq right? the Shaq hat. Well, they were that, was just, him. that was just that was just following him to get him to the line to, to force him to make the free. Throw. But it wasn't him. At one point, they were choosing other people to go right. I think they they ended up being technicals or something like that. Yeah, yeah. They were using a loophole to try to get a technical to make the point guard shoot it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess they still do do that with the the technicals, right? Whenever they do the technicals, it's always the best shooters that that go out there to shoot that technical. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, whenever, but what do you, but playing on that, do you guys think that's something that should be implemented now? You think that's something that we will go for? Nah. I don't I don't think we I don't think we're trying to go backwards, man. So I don't, no, I, but I, don't, would it, I don't think that'll happen. Would it speed up the game because people would try to foul less because they know that their best shooter is gonna be shooting the free throws? Or you have scores of like 180 versus you know 179 or whatever. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> have all-star game scores. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's right. Hey, best dunker you guys ever seen. Man, best one. Man, that's a tough one, but go ahead, G, you go first. I'm a little biased, but Jordan. I mean, and because he had me getting putting posters on my wall of his dunks, especially the one from the foul line. That was the iconic one. That's the one that, you know, brought me up. I mean, there's other ones, Spud Webb, Dominique, Skywalker, but awesome. if I got to pick one, Jordan. I got one. I got one. I would pick his nemesis. I would pick Dominique. I think Dominique was just as as regular dunker. I think he was the best dunker out there. And I think, in my opinion, he beat Jordan that year in '88. I'm one of those that thinks that he actually beat Jordan in '88. But if you ask me who the best in-game dunker is in the game, hands down, Sean Kemp. Man, that was my that's choice. That's, that, that, that's 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 my the best dunker I had. I, I was yeah. going to choose between Kemp or uh, Dominique, but you went with Dominique, so I was like, well, I got Kemp, man. But definitely, yeah, man. But he did he he never competed in the uh, in the dunk contest, did he? Yeah, way back. Did yes, he? he did. He had, he, he, he had the won. one with the uh, with the uh, what was it? He with with the arm. He was it's had a really? right? it's had a the rim. The, the, rim. Vince, the Vince Carter arm in the basket yeah oh but he never won did he I, I do research. not know if he ever won but that's 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 a good one that's a good one for me to uh, real quick. yeah going yeah, to the that, next topic that, that that'd be interesting yep so going into that next topic is tell me your top five nba players ouch hmm. i know that's a tough one that's uh that's Tony coming up with those uh, hard ass questions, man. If it ain't a hard ass riddle, I know he hits us with these. Well, hey, hey, on on uh, Sean Kemp, 1991, he was the runner up, he, so he didn't win it. He was second 91, place. 91, he lost against who? Skywalker, 91. Oh, uh, right here. Or, or D Brown. Now D Brown was more like 93, I think. Yeah, you're right, D Brown. D Brown. Yep. The blindfold. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And the pump. Remember, he pumped up his yep. box. So top five NBA players. Who's going to go first? Oh, I'll go first. It's easy for me. I got Dr. J, Allen Iverson, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Akeem Olajuwon. That's my five. Mm. Mm. I was, I was thinking if I should one. put... Yeah, yeah, it, it is. That's a good one. I was thinking about adding Akeem to mine, man, because I used to love watching him play. Oh, man, he was so sick with it, wasn't he, for a big man? He was, man. Those that moves, shake, rattle, and roll. That shake, oh, rattle, and roll that he would do, that was, that was unguardable, man. He made people look stupid. He was great, man. I, I, I was living in uh, I was living in Houston that year when it, when, when it went to the... Uh... I think I would go Iverson, 
Steph Curry, Jordan, Kareem, and Oscar Robinson. So that's a good big one. lineup. That's a that's big, a big lineup. lineup. That, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. I think my squad will will, will take them. Let me, let me ask you though. You're, but, but Tony, you're talking about our top five NBA players of all time, or like our that, favorite, that, or our that favorite. We've top, seen, or, or, or favorites, because this difference. My top yeah. five is different. Like my favorite players is different than who I think are the best players ever. Is that what yours, you're asking? Yours. Mine. If you needed to set up a five, like right now, we're about to start this fantasy league in a couple weeks. So mm-hmm. tell me what. Is your starting five lineup right now? Oh, starting five your, lineup. Your coach. Man. Oh, that's difficult. I was just going to name five players, man. But I, I'll tell you who I got. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has got to be on there. That sky hook was unguardable. And even after almost, what, 30, 30 years that, that he's retired, he's still the number one scoring player in the league. I don't think he gets the respect that he deserves. I honestly don't. People name him, but they never name him in his list. And I'm like, man, he was a top scoring player of all time. So Kareem, uh, Kobe, Magic Johnson, my my top favorite player of all time. Um, Number four that I liked a lot was, uh, man, I'm going to have to throw Jordan in there because definitely – if I'm rounding up the last person, he was one of my favorite players of all time. <laughs> Don't laugh. Latrell Sprewell. <laughs> I've always loved his game, man. I think he I think if he would have fixed his attitude a little bit, um, he would have been good. But I think he was he was a good defensive player and he was a good offensive player. And I think that he just never tapped into that that zone that he wanted to. But he was always one of my favorite players growing up. That that that's my five, man. But if I could bring in what what G said earlier, Steph Curry, to me, he is the best pure shooter out there. The dude is he's elevated his game to a to a to a level never seen before. Even he's like with, a sniper. He is, man. Just the way <laughs> that he that, shoots the ball. He, he's playing. He's playing with cheat codes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Yo, that's exactly it, man. He is like a human video game out there. The way that he, he just, just shoots. Just, it. just destroyed. He just destroyed his Sixers a couple nights ago, man. Yeah, the dude is bad, man. When it's all said and done, I'm not going to say he's the best ever, but I can say that he is the best pure shooter ever. If you ask me who is he's the best on the way. shooter ever, he's on his way to becoming that, though. Yeah, he's he's definitely coming on the way to be in that conversation. Agree. Like he's in MVP contention right now. Yeah. You and know, in the top three team. or top four. Yep. Oh, you yeah. see, remember a couple uh, episodes back, you were talking about uh, Joel Embiid in MVP conversation. You see him now, right? It's the yeah. Joel Embiid, the Nikolai, Steph. Oh, you see, I told you, man. Joel Embiid. <laughs> he's not on my list. <laughs> He's definitely on mine though. Why? Don't hate, man. Don't hate. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, great players, man, uh, one of them retired recently. Uh, Marcus Aldridge. He came over, um, got picked up immediately by Brooklyn, and 
I guess he had something with his heart or whatever where he was forced to retire. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I'm. If he's doing it to look out for himself, then you have to respect the man. And and he's doing it. You know, he's taking the high road. I mean, you know, you almost apply to people that fight through the pain and stuff. No, but he's looking out for himself, and I gotta respect the man for doing it. I agree. Health first. So yeah. good luck to him. Uh, prayers out to him and everything, man. And uh, best of luck, man. Uh, thank you for the memories. Great, great yeah. player. Absolutely, man. I give him props to uh, to taking care of his health too, man. I'm, he's, he's got kids and family and friends that that he can still have, you know, take care of. So yeah. good luck to to Aldridge in the future. Um, speaking of people getting hurt. Which NBA player would have had a stellar career, like a best career, if they never got injured? Because, you know, we've had a lot of injury-prone players in the NBA. Which player do you guys think that if never, never would have got hurt as much would have been, like, one of the best ones out there? I'll start it off. I picked, because I was following his college career and waiting for him to do something was maybe 10 15 years 15 20 years ago greg ogden ogden oh the yeah center. yeah and, uh, he, he portland right he got drafted by portland yeah exactly it, it's <laughs> yeah he looked 80 and he was like 18. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think he had that benjamin button syndrome man that's what it looked like i'm gonna go with my pick i said it before Derek Rose. Oh. He, he was so so good, so he got hurt, man. That's and then a good just one, decline too. after that. Yeah, yeah. Derek Rose, man. I mean, he was what the youngest MVP at twenty-two. Yep. Twenty-two years old, and and he had that team on his back, man. He he was bringing the Bulls back to. Oh to man, he was bringing the Bulls back. Yep. He was. Yeah, man. pure skill. Yeah. I'll have to go with the uh, besides the Adidas. I have to go with the first official height sneaker that I bought ever. The Grant Hills. I gotta go with Grant Hill. Dumbyang, yep. That's what I think. I, I had think a pair Grant of those Hill. Too. Yeah, oh, the white man, ones. Those filas. Yeah, the feet. Yep, those things were dope. And me and my daughter, at the age of about three or four, we have the same matching sneakers. That hell yeah, the Grant Hill. <laughs> <laughs> same size too. Yo, so yeah, Grand Hill for me, man. I think he, the dude just got hurt way too much, man. But he would he would have been good. <clears throat> and uh, and of course, speaking of getting hurt, Alex Smith retired after 16 season. He just made comeback. He said, I think, I think that it. was it, man. His body couldn't take no more. You know what I'm saying? He, he he had that great comeback season, but I think that was it, man. You know what I'm saying? His body finally said, that's it. <laughs> I can't do it. And G, you, you know? think otherwise? You just said he proved it? He just proved he can come back? I think he proved that he come back and maybe it was a little bit more difficult and and it goes back again to maybe it was a family thing. Okay, you did it. You know, don't push yourself. You could break your leg again. You know, he's got a couple kids and I know, you know, I think that was important to him. 
and he was a he was a good player. I mean, I remember him getting drafted first from the 49ers and yeah. you know, number one overall, I believe. And he had he was always great. You, you could always count on him for 10 wins easy, almost. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. almost guaranteed 10 wins with him. You know, you might not have done nothing in the playoffs, but he was and in and this comeback was awesome. Like to me, they should name the comeback player award after him, you know, forever. Yeah. No, good all point, good, good points, point. G. All good points, man. Um, yeah, he was drafted number one overall. Uh, Colin Kaepernick is the one that took his place afterwards, but I felt like he was dealt a raw hand the whole time. You know, he was uh, different coaches, different offensive coordinators. He just kind of never found his click. So um, I think you, I think you both are right. Where you know he came back, he proved it. His body probably still isn't a hundred percent like he wants to be. And um, and he's being smart, like like Aldrich, and just kind of walking away and saying, "Hey, I proved to myself, I proved to the world that I can do it. Ahora me puedo ir en paz on my terms." Yeah. And um, and I agree, man. I know we said it jokingly. I agree with you a hundred percent. That trophy should absolutely be named after him, one hundred percent. I don't I don't remember seeing I another player. I love it. Player. You guys are so great. Thank you. <laughs> I don't remember seeing another player that got hurt like that and made a comeback because not no. even the great bow did that you know no. yep so a lot of heart man he showed a lot of heart yes de- he definitely yes give you that one yep absolutely man all right well uh alex smith good luck to you on your future endeavors young man i say young man because i know he's younger than me <laughs> <laughs> all right Gatillo coming up with some crazy things, man. I don't know. I don't know if we. Uh, I don't know how to. I don't know how to take this one. What's the sexiest and least sexiest name out there? <laughs> <laughs> what is the sexiest and the least sexiest names out there? Oh man, that's easy, man. Go ahead. Everyone knows the sexiest name is Antonio. <laughs> And and I think sexy it, name. Come on, man. You got a snail named I'm, Gary's. Come on, dog. I would agree, man. It's internationally known. <laughs> as, as I think the ugliest name is also known out there, too. God forbid me if anybody with this name hears me. What's the ugliest female name out there? You guys know it. It'll be like a Viking almost. That, like everybody imagines like this big Viking. Gretchen? Uh, not Gretchen. I would say uh, like a Helga or an Olga. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, this is my girl. This is my girl. Oh, okay. Hi, nice to meet you. Hi, I'm Helga. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and y'all be over there in Germany. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, should, it should be wearing that apron and shit. <laughs> yeah, Helga meet Antonio. <laughs> oh shit! It, it should be she'd be like six nine, three twenty six. <laughs> three hairs on a chinny chin chin. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, you can't escape this one, man. You got to throw a name out there. You're not getting away from uh... this one. <laughs> We all get in trouble together. <laughs> um, 
Japuñesca de Lebrón. Puñesca de Lebrón. Eso suena como una reggaetonera. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going with. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Vaya, papi, puñesca de Lebrón, la reggaetonera más fea del cabrón. Awesome! Oh, man. Go ahead, T. I know you got the next topic, man. Jake Paul is 3 and 0. Who is Jake Paul? Like, can y'all uh, fill me in on this? I have no clue what's going on here. Jake Paul is an ass. Jake Paul, no, Jake Paul is uh, he's, he's a YouTuber. So he's known for him and his brother Logan Paul. They're, they were known to be YouTubers. One of them, I think it's Jake Paul, had a bunch of YouTubers uh, on, on YouTube, obviously, right, from the name. And he got in trouble a couple of years ago because he went to what's called the, um, the forest, the hanging forest or the dead forest or I don't know, something like that in, in, in Japan or in China where a lot of people are known to commit suicide for whatever reason. A lot of people commit suicide into this forest or this tree area. Whatever. He went out there and while he was out there, he actually saw somebody commit suicide. He didn't do anything. He recorded it and then put it on YouTube, got blasted over it, lost lots of followers and sponsorships and everything else. And then he left for a while, kind of came back, reinvented himself talking shit. And now he's big and bad and trying to be a boxer, but he hasn't fought a real boxer yet unless Floyd Mayweather fights him coming up soon. Yeah, there's a bunch of celebrities, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's fought Ben Askren, this last guy that was a UFC fighter, but eh, wasn't the best striker. He wasn't a boxer. He fought Nate Robinson, who definitely wasn't a boxer either. So I'm not impressed. You want to get into real boxing? Go fight real boxers. Yep, work your way up. Yeah, work, work your way up. You know, it's uh, you can't sit there and say play basketball and you're playing basketball against a bunch of, I don't know, other people that have other careers. You know, you want to be a basketball and then go play ballers for real and see what happens. So Jake Paul, not impressed. Come on our show. You can get it too. Yeah, because I didn't know who he was. So thank you for that quick rundown, man. Now I'm up to date who, uh, who this guy is. Yeah. And uh, switching subjects... Switching subjects uh, real quick. What serial killer or murderer do you almost feel sorry for? Almost feel sorry. I don't feel sorry for any of them. Serial yeah. killers? Oof. I don't know. G? I was going to say none of them, man. See, for me, I went uh, with Aaron Hernandez. I said, I feel a little bit sorry for that guy, man. You know, all his shit was yeah. all mental and everything. But he had a great opportunity there in the NFL for the Patriots up there, and he just threw it all away when he, you know, when he killed that that guy over some dumb shit. Yeah, and then, you know, yeah. ended up taking his life or whatever. But and then he, and then he killed that, a that, other that, that's what I went too, with. Supposedly. Supposedly oh yeah, he yeah, a he, yeah he yeah he he was little uh was little crazy man little crazy. So yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what I went with. If if I felt a little bit of sorry, you know, that not not because. You know, I don't feel sorry that he murdered anyone. I just feel yeah. sorry about his whole uh, mentality situation. situation that he was going through, man. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know, man. You know, he could have picked out help or something like that. You're saying his, right. his story got to you, right? His story that yeah, yeah. 
Maybe yeah. could have been prevented or something like that. I hear you. Yeah, man. But I, you. I agree with you, though. As, as far as serial killers, fuck all those motherfuckers. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. They can go. They can go marry Helga. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Helga. Sorry, sorry, Helga, man. About to watch the biggest sponsor that was about to sponsor us right now on the show. The CEO is like. <laughs> You know what? I was gonna sponsor you guys with a million dollars, but my mom's name is Helga. <laughs> then we'll have to retract then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sandwiches, oh, great, sandwiches. You're making a sandwich. You guys are making the perfect sandwich. You got nice fresh bread, man. And the very first dressing is mustard and mayo. What are you choosing? Hmm. Damn, miracle depends, whip. Depends, depends. To, for, for me, it depends what? on what type of sandwich I'm having, man. But if I don't it, know. If let's it comes let's out, go with a regular. You're right, but let's go with a regular ham and cheese. Ham and cheese sandwich. Mayo. G. Yeah, I I got a miracle whip. But G, we didn't say miracle whip. We said mayo. That is not the same. I know. I yeah, that's not the you, same. I don't have mayo in the house. Miracle whip <laughs> is the only thing I have in the house. Oh my God! I thought I knew you. How could you eat that? Hey, it it works, man. It works. Oh my God! <laughs> I got a name for Miracle Whip. You know what I call it? Helga. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Give me that Hellman's Hellman's real mayonnaise all day, man. <laughs> I don't do mustard, but I hear you. I hear you, Tony. You know, um, there's some sandwiches, turkey or whatever that you you need mustard on there. But in in Germany, you know, I lived in Germany for four years. When you go through even the McDonald's uh, restaurant for your fries, they ask you if you want ketchup or mayo. They use mayo a lot for their fries over there. <laughs> no lie, no lies told here. Y en Puerto Rico nosotros decimos, mira, dame un poquito de los dólares, ya vamos a mayo ketchup. Yeah, I have that here, man. I have that here. En mayo ketchup. Eh, chacho, mayo ketchup. Lo compré en un pote. Sí, yeah. Yep. Algunas veces vienen hasta con ajo, sabor a ajo. Yes, yes, sir. ¿Verdad que sí? Ave María. Oh, yeah. Hold on, I got to make totones. saying that i i think you must have came up with some of these topics on uh on 420 the reason i say that that is because your next topic that you came up with is (laughs) and i gotta get your thoughts i gotta get your thoughts on why you were asking this but what were you thinking would you rather have lobster claws or hedge clippers for hands. <laughs> see, see, the recent the reason why I said this was I watched Thunder Force on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it yet with Melissa McCarthy, funny as fuck movie, man. <laughs> no. and, and there's a guy on there who, who play. It, it, it's like a funny superhero flick, man. You gotta watch it. Thunder Force. <laughs> it's funny as heck. Uh, and one of the villains on there. Uh, the guy from Ozark, uh, uh-huh. he has lobster claws. 
and, and she has a thing for like lobster claws so she she ends up like having a little uh, relationship with him and she puts that like that little uh <laughs> that little cr- uh lobster sauce that that you know what i'm talking about <laughs> the butter <laughs> yeah man <laughs> yo and then they show him later on when like his hands are gone <laughs> but, <laughs> but then he's got like the little ones regrowing again <laughs> So, uh, so, short story, uh, yeah, man, I'll go with the lobster claws, but definitely <laughs> go watch that movie, man. You're going to trip. <laughs> I don't know if I need to be on 420 or retire before I watch that show, man, because I do be, to be enjoyed properly. <laughs> <laughs> what a oh. movie, that funny, man. Oh, my God. Gee, lobster claws or hand slippers? <laughs> No, I don't want lobster claws, man. Lava la mano con agua caliente and cook my hands and shit, man. Nah. Por lo menos with the hedge clippers, I can even be like, where's his hands? ¿Y cómo te va a limpiar el culo con? Con the hedge que te lo lobster claws. I have a chance. Yeah, but I can cut up the bush to make it look like, you know, or whatever. Mira como los perritos castrándose por la, por la alfombra. It's a nice carpet. What is this? Is this unique? Yeah, it is. Ah, yeah. no, nah, it's just a piece of shit. Self-streaking. Yo, I take the lobster claws too, man. Because I'm allergic to shellfish. I know I wouldn't eat my hands. <laughs> yep, so lobster claws for me is... All right, Tony, you killed me, man. All right, your turn to uh, stump us, bro. Oh, yes. You got a trivia. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. What three announcers, what three announcers made up the original crew of Monday Night Football? Gucci, Gucci, Prada. Um, I'm going to go Howard Cosell, Pat Summerall, Yeah, I'm. That's it. That's all I got, man. I'm gonna go with uh, your same two. I don't know if Howard Cassell was there, but Howard Cassell, Pat Summerall, and John Madden. Oh no, 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 no! Boot them, boot them, boot them! I'm, I'm gonna take Howard Cassell out. I'm gonna say <laughs> Pat Summerall, Frank Gifford, and John Madden. You guys have one correct with G did Howard Cassell. He was definitely on there. But it was Don Meredith and Keith Jackson. 1970 with Frank Gifford replacing Keith Jackson in 1971. Oh man. So do I get like half a point? Do I get like half a lobster hand? I'll take it. That's a good one. That's a good one, man. And I took I took Howard Cassell out because I thought it was too late. Damn. Okay, you got a riddle for us too. Ooh, awesome! You walk into a room that contains a match, a kerosene lamp, a candle, and a fireplace. What would you light first? The blunt. What? <laughs> Repeat again. You walk into a room that contains a match, 
a kerosene lamp, a candle, and a fireplace. What are you lighting up first? Oh, I know. The match. <laughs> if you don't light the match, you can't light everything else up. Good answer, man. You got it, man. Damn it. I thought I was going to stop you guys. <laughs> Gary, is that what you were thinking, too? for the next one. Well, I was thinking the light in the room, because without any light in the room, you can't find the match or the fireplace or any of that. <laughs> for G. <laughs> Okay, okay, fine. Jeez. Toma la tigazo. Cate, nene, cate. No me pegues. No me pegues. Drop the whip, Helga. Okay. Emilia Clark joins the MCU in Marvel's Secret Invasion. I'll be honest. I didn't know who I didn't know who Emilia Clark was. I looked her up. I was like, oh shit, it's the Dragon Lady. Yep. I heard her name before, and I've seen the actress. I didn't know it was the same person. <clears throat> I always called her Daenerys. The mother of dragons is now going to be the mother of the X-Men. Yep. You know, I started watching that uh, that uh, show again. Uh, I'm actually, I have it paused right now. I'm going to actually start at season two, episode one right now. But anyway, give us a little info on that, T. Uh, what is she doing in the MCU? Uh, well, she's going to be part of Secret Invasion. Uh, all we have so far is going to be part of the Disney, one of the dual Disney Network uh, series series that's going to be coming. Uh, Secret Invasion basically is with Nick Fury. So uh, count on uh, Samuel L. Jackson is also going to be part of it. But so far, we don't know her character or who she's going to be playing in. All we know is that Secret Invasion is moving forward with production and that she's in it. So look forward in Disney when that drops. And is, and is Secret Invasion like a comic book? Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, if you're, if you're to, familiar with the comic books, yep. Yep, yep. Might, Absolutely. I might have to get into those. Oh, yeah, and coming right. soon, too, is What If from Disney in the Which Marvel I'm... Universe. What If is oh, yeah. off the, the comic book. So it's like, What If. Uh, uh, the like, like for instance, there was there was one that was uh, all the Avengers were zombies. Yeah. You know, so it's like alternate universes is what yeah. this uh, series is going to be. I remember seeing that one where Captain America is the bad. You know, what if Captain America was really a high uh, uh, agent for Hydra the whole time type stuff? Yeah. Which, that's John Walker. Y'all yeah. been following that that Falcon? That's what that's what the, the, the that's what they're introducing. I'm thinking. I think he's going to be the uh, the Hydra guy. Yeah, could be, man. I think that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty dope. And speaking about that, haven't watched the last uh episode, man. The finale For... today. Is oh there. yeah, yep. I gotta watch it. Yep. Yep. I'm me on the too. Last... Yep. I gotta watch it definitely for sure. <clears throat> and last but not least, we got the special announcement from Los Compais. Compais. Oh, oh. Hit him up. Hit him up. We have a special announcement. Oh snap, man! With that uh, music, I, I kind of picture I kind of picture like Fat Bastard dancing. I don't know why. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. Gatillo, tell us the special announcement. The special announcement. Hablando de miel. We have been doing this now for a whole month, man. A whole Ooh. month. Uh, we're, we're continuing to grow. Uh, 
we have a special guest with us who's been accompanying us for a couple of episodes from Pine Gary. So the special announcement is Hablando de Miel would like to recruit from Pine G to be on with us full time. Oh snap. Yes. What do you like to work for the team, man? Hablando de Miel. Three no compa- more guests. No more guests. Like as a permanent member. <laughs> I'm. Mira, lo voy a decir así. I'm honored and humble. So thank you. So welcome right, to the team, right. man. Welcome to the team. Oh. And uh, Blando de Miel will move forward with our uh, compai G Riff, compai Catillo, and compai Bitufo. And like I said, man, we're just getting better. We're going to keep continuing to grow. We want to thank everyone who's been uh, taking the time out and listening. Uh, we appreciate you. Keep leaving the comments. Keep calling in. Uh, any other final thoughts from the guys? No, I just want to tell, uh, you know, uh, with Compay G, bringing him on board. You know, originally this was an idea that that was in my head. And, and Tony brought it up because he had something like this in his head, too. And we kind of formed little Compay's. And as we started to tell stories at the beginning, it's evolved on what we originally thought it was, and it kind of took life of its own. And we wanted to bring in some special guests. The first person we thought of was you, because you're obviously uh, my cousin and, and one of Tony's good friends from, from way back. And your stories, all of our stories, I would say 99% of them included you in it. So what you've brought to the table is, is, is make it even better, man. You took our show, you made it even better. Uh, it fit naturally. Right, and I think it was only right that Tony and I started talking. We're like, "Yo, we gotta drop this guest and keep him on as permanent, man." And let's roll from no, here, man. It, so, welcome to the team. It's been, it's been great, and and I look forward. You know, every time we talked about doing an episode, and you guys are like, "Hey, I want you got on the episode." I pretty much dropped everything, and and I was so focused and looking forward to it, and and you know, putting my notes together on some of these topics just to have some idea to be able to articulate, you know, be able to speak. And and, and it's been great. I think it's been an eye opener and, and it's been good for the soul. That's, I'm going to just leave it there. Uh, for me, for me, definitely. Uh, uh, it's like therapy for me, man. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, definitely put me in a better spot. And, I, and I'm glad, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad we finally got it off the ground and it's finally happening. And pa frente, pa'lante, hablando de mil. Pa'lante. These are technically ten episodes down, even though we broke some of them down. Pero, man, I'm proud of you guys, man. We're gonna keep on doing this. We're gonna keep on making this better. And uh, pa'lante, group hug. <laughs> yep. You, you. Oh, yo. And and before we leave, though, we had we had that uh a track that was submitted from Soltar Mir. Uh, I don't know if you guys got a chance to listen to it or not. I have not. I know you sent it to me like twice already, but I have not listened to it. Bad on me. Bad host. Bad host. Dame la tigazo. What about Compaya G? Did you get a listen to uh get a chance to it? Listen to it. Yeah, I was able to, um when we spoke. I believe yesterday or the day before we spoke, and I listened to it, and I'll give it two and a half, three stars. It has a good beat. It has, you know, I have a little issue with the hook. That was about it. It's not my style of music to say to play all the time, but it wasn't bad. I I know where it was coming from, and it, it I like the beat. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one too. Uh, I like the beat. 
uh the, it's more that bay area uh style music uh the lyricist again didn't really care for like you said the hook and everything but it was it was a nice beat and everything and i'm right there also i'm only gonna give it a two out of five so sultan here from oblando de Mien. thank you for submitting the track for our uh, honest opinion send us another one man send us another one you know what uh, I, pre- I appreciate artists is reaching out and trying that i love that absolutely man and get your friends to to keep on submitting it you know and what you're gonna get from here i am gonna listen to it so on the next episode i'll, I'll give my uh we we'll, we we'll call them bees right out of bees five out of five bees we'll say one b two b whatever right there you go um i like that so keep on submitting them i'll listen to it and i'll have my my review for next time but let it be known we're not gonna trash talk nobody we're not gonna do this but we are gonna give you an honest opinion so if you got an thin honest opinion skin, this ain't the place for you you know what i mean because yep. we're, we're gonna give it to you we're gonna be the silent we're gonna give it to you real so We'd if love it's to shit, we're gonna let you know it's garbage. Yeah, yeah. If it's garbage, we're <laughs> gonna say no, Bobby. Try again. No, this ain't yep, yep. it. You know. You get three stings. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's some of them. Are, some of them might get the wasp's ass. No. <laughs> 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 the brown. <laughs> but we appreciate it, man. We appreciate uh, you guys uh, turning into music and, and giving us an opportunity to listen to it. That's how we all start, man. Yeah. I know that's how Tony and I started with uh, TB at the uh, Elemento Destructivo. <laughs> oh yeah, the early, our early uh, hip hop group days. We gotta find those tapes, man. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think I think those tapes uh, self destructed a long time ago. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and none from the uh, Remember, remember uh, the first single. The first single was to the uh, instrumental of Vince Marquis. Oh, that's right. <laughs> That's right. Miss Marquis. What you say? He's just a friend. It was on the B side of the instrumental. Yeah, we had the instrumental. My Thunderbird. We were we were into that man. I was like 14 and you were like 15. That's crazy. Oh man, I I, I was heavy into that man. Still yeah, it, man. we wanted to be rappers even back then. You know, we wanted to do. <laughs> it was just love, it. and my dad used to hate it. Take that fucking garbage music off. <laughs> Every time, the boom, bam, boom, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and, when, and when I started getting my fades and everything, <laughs> come home, get an ass whooping. Hey, next episode, we're going to have to come up with some stories again, man. We, we have to round oh, back to original stories. And we got to give absolutely. that ice storm story too, man. So... Yeah. Bueno, mi gente, hasta aquí se acabó. Any last parting thoughts before we go? Again, welcome, welcome to the team, to our compai G Riff. Thank you, everyone who's uh, supporting us. Keep listening. We appreciate it. Yeah, keep listening, keep tuning in. Um, bring more content. Bring a little laughter and joy, a little positivity, maybe a little. By Silo and at the time period, a little wokeness on some of these issues, but overall, it's all a lot of love, man. And we, you might even learn Spanish because you can tell we're bilingual. So sometimes when we don't say it in one, lo dejimos en el otro. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Hasta la próxima, muchachos, los compais. We are up. Hit him with the C, fellas.